Hey everybody, Mr. V recently sniped two incredible mints, number 888 and 123 of the Minnie Mouse Platinum Collectible and he flipped them both for profit all within 24 hours. So in this episode, we'll be talking about the tips and tricks that he used to snipe these incredible collectibles, how to market these special mints to potential buyers, many of whom are whales, and how to actually sell them to those specific buyers on the app. If you are interested in sniping and trading for profit at Vivi, this is the episode for you. Let's get to it. I saw from our chat that you recently had a pretty wild story with the Platinum Mini. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. All right. So this drop, I was, I, I considered it a pretty big success not in terms of like big gains, but in terms of the, the quality mints that I was able to grab in the secondary market on drop day. So I grabbed mini number one, two, three, and number eight, eight, eight. Do you know the, the total edition size of, of, of mini? I believe it's 2100. Oh, okay, right. And it's an ultra rare, right? Oh uh, no, could have been I, a rare. I, I, I could check, but you know, it, the, the, I think regardless, the, okay, go on. Yeah, I, I think the important thing is that it has the FA label, you know, all things aside with the FE tag on the mini lenticular. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's we'll talk about that another time. However, I would say that I was pretty excited. I, I was very happy with the snipes that I made on that drop day. So there was a complication with a deal. Between... Wait, so you said that you you snipe the mint one, two, three. So this is yes. zero one two three, right? Correct. Or was it one two three zero? No, it was zero number one two three or zero one two three. Oh, okay, okay, zero one two. Wow, yeah. that's beautiful. So did you snipe this deal right after the people started listing, or this is a yeah. few hours after drop time? I'd say it was like within the first hour. I, oh, I managed, okay. I managed to snipe that, and then I sold it to a friend of mine, and then he ended up flipping that maybe. But I, I don't feel so bad because I got the mint that I wanted. I'm not mentioning it on here, but I did get the mint that I absolutely had to have. Okay. So that being said, I sold, I flipped the one number one, two, three, and then I also had the number eight, eight, eight. Now that's where things got really messy. That's a beautiful mint, by the way. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's not a mint that I'm keen or, or fond of, keen on or fond of. However, I did have a few people reach out to me expressing an interest. And ultimately it came down to two people. One was a, a huge collector with a big, like just superb collection. And then the other one and the other person was a, a big collector as well. They, they have special mints. So we, both of them offered approximately the same amount. However, I was just like, I don't want to play favorites or anything. So I'm just going to say from here on, whoever offers the most, I'll, I'll just right. go automatically. I'll, and, and then we'll just go from there. One person said that they would not go above that price that they offered. And then the other person offered just a little bit over. So I said, okay, deal. And I said, I'll list it on the market. And as I listed it on the market, the other person who said that they would not go over what they initially offered sniped it. Wow. Did you <laughs> apply your 10 second countdown? I did. I did. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just they're <laughs> they're pro snipers, like next level. The 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 guy who sniped. wow, and that's insane. I checked the receipt and I saw what had happened, and I was like, oh, this is not good. And then I let the other person know, and they said, of course it's of course the other guy sniped it. And then the person who sniped it, I, I got a hold of them, and I said, hey, this was meant for the other person. And he goes, oh, I didn't know that the the deal was for for you guys, and 
fortunately, those two were already in talks, you know, just okay. in, in spaces on Twitter, right? Or, you know, chatting, maybe strategy or what have you. But they were familiar, very familiar with, with each other, very, you know, on, on, very much on the same page. Mm-hmm. So I let them, I, I just clarified that it was my mistake. I had failed to let the the sniper know that the deal was going to be done with the other person. And for that reason, they sniped it. And then anyways, they, they talked it out and the person who it was intended for eventually got the collectible probably within 24 hours. And now wow. everything's okay, but that was pretty stressful. And also just kind of like a, a testament to how anybody, anybody could snipe any collectible, even if you do that countdown trick where you're timing things down to the second, people are just ready to pounce especially during drop day within the first couple of hours. Hey guys, just a quick message. Every week I massively work over 20 hours to bring you the most non-BS VV content. English is my second language and there were nights we recorded until 1 a.m. My brain stopped processing and I naturally spoke Vietnamese to him and it got pretty weird. But that's just how dedicated we are to this podcast. In return, we ask you to enter a gentleman agreement. We will continue working until 1 a.m. for you, but we ask you to subscribe to the podcast Leave us a rating and tweet at us to tell us what you think because those comments will ultimately help us to refine the content just for you. That's it. That's all you need to do. Let's get back to it. So my my takeaway was make sure all parties involved are very, very much on the same page. Like everyone knows that, hey, the deal's off between you and me. I'm going to be going with this other person who made a higher offer or a better offer. And, and also just be aware that anybody could be sniping and, and there's no guarantee that the intended buyer gets it. So I have a few follow-up questions. This is this, um, triple eight mini. Did you snipe it after you snipe the zero one, two, three? I got the triple eight first, the eight, okay. eight, I got that one first. And then I got the one, two, three, like 20, 30 minutes later. So after the, after people started listing mini on the market, you just kept re- refreshing the listing page? Yeah, I did not wow. read the page. Okay, what what kind of filtering did you use or did you sort it by like mid number or, or, or price or anything like that that would help you to snipe that kind of mint? I just did the most recent listings because I, fa- I found that if you try and sort it by mint number, low to high mm-hmm. or, or by price, like lowest price or by highest price, those never turn out to those never work out it's you always want the most recent listings because then you see whatever's fresh on the market regardless of price regardless of mint number it's it's just a a catch-all yeah and then when you got the triple eight well before you press buy now on it did you imagine that you would make profit on it or were you thinking well this is something i'm just gonna hold on and keep it for myself yeah going into the drop i didn't didn't have as many gems as I hoped. And I wasn't sure if I had enough to buy the mint, the mint that I, I really wanted. And so I was just prepared to ca- to buy whatever I could afford. And, and I had the intention that if I also managed to get the mint that I actually wanted at some point, like it could have been the same day, it could have been a week later or a month later, I would just swap the mints. So like, oh, I, would, I see. Yeah. So like with the 888, or the one, two, three, I knew going in that if I did not find the actual mint that I personally wanted, I would hold on to at least one, at least one of those and sell the other one. So yeah, I, I asked that question because 
I'm sure for many other people, myself included, we would regularly see these very nice men, these very specimens on the market. And but the, the thing we don't know is whether we should buy it and we'll be able to make profit from it because, you know, like the 88 mint, it is a very nice mint, but it's kind of tricky, right? Because there, there isn't any like particular obvious significance to it. So did you kind of expect that you would be able to make money from it? Or were you like, well, this is a, a very nice mint. Let me just grab it first and then I can decide later. So the price point was pretty good. It, okay. it was maybe 2x the floor. And I knew that I could probably sell it for three or four, three or four X, especially okay. when the floor is lower, the floor, the lower the floor, the higher the multiple you could probably ask for, especially like if it's a big time character, big time FA, like Minnie Mouse. So I did manage to make a profit on it. You know, it was good enough for me. And, and I also had the one, two, three available and I was ready to hold on to it. But with the gems that I made off of the other sale, I was able to purchase the mint that I wanted. And then I proceeded to sell the number one, two, three mini to a friend who ended up flipping that anyways. Yeah. So I'm, I'm okay either way, you know? And then for those who have those special mint, how did you make that mint visible to potential buyers? What is the most effective channel for you to kind of market those special mint? So on drop days, while people are constantly refreshing the page, you want to, this is just one approach, right? You may want to consider listing it a little bit higher than, than four or five X just to get the attention of people of potential buyers. And it's within buying range for most big time collectors, right? Right. So usually if you have your contact info in your profile, then they may reach out to you. Like, so for me, I have Telegram and Twitter and most people who I talk to or, or most people who know me on, on Vivi already reach out, have already reached out to me through one of those modes of communication, right? So both, both interested parties for the mini 888 reached out to me on Twitter. So it was, mm. it was very easy. It, it wasn't, it didn't take much effort because I, I talked to a lot of people, a lot of collectors and it's a pretty tight community. Yeah, that's awesome. I actually looked at your your collection on the app today. Oh, and yeah, once in a while, I have to go in and check. And I was like, wow, this guy is my co-host. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> man, your collection is beautiful. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, like I, I've seen it a few times in the past, but every single time I look at it, I was always see these new specimens added into it. And it's it surprised me every single time. <laughs> Well, it, it helps that I've consolidated into fewer IPs, right? Because most of us like to have a little bit of everything and that's, that's fine and all, but to have something that's really impressive, it, you know, you have to make some sacrifices. And I definitely did make a lot of sacrifices with bigger flex pieces, but I just got rid of more expensive items to get nicer mints of the less expensive things. And it makes it more diverse in a way within those IPs. And I'm very content with those. And I've, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback and, you know, and it puts me up there, I think with the bigger collectors, the bigger, mm -hmm. bigger wallets. I don't, I don't, I have less than 200 collectibles today. And there's the top 500 wallets each have like a thousand plus. I can't compete with that. I don't have deep pockets like those people, but you know, the, the nice mints that I have kind of put me within 
a realm of being able to talk with the bigger collectors. Yeah. And, you know, in the future, I might be able to make negotiations for trades or swap, you know, or, or, or sell things and then continue to make my collection that much nicer. The fact that you don't have over a thousand collectibles, but you have some collectibles like way less than that, that can still build your personal brand and your credibility and getting you that respect from huge collectors. It's, it's just awesome. So please save those trade stories so that we can talk about it in the future. That is it, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have enjoyed the episode today. And if you have, remember that gentleman agreement, we will continue working until 1am just for you. But in return, we ask you to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out on the actionable and valuable insights, everything VV and Omi related. Don't forget to give us a rating and tweet at us to let us know what you think about the podcast so that we can refine the content better just for you. Thank you so much. We hope to see you again next time. Peace.